welcome back to Grid I'm Gamble, the only podcast that puts its money where its mouth is. I'm your host, Rich Ryan, and I'm joined by the entire collective, the disciple, Rhett Colson, Donnie, DP Peters, and back in the great U.S. of A., the resident moose himself, Mo Nuara. But once again, batting two for two on this trip, no bags for Mo. Charles de Gaulle, gotcha again, kid. Never fly through Charles de Gaulle if you have any control over anything. <laughs> I've actually... This is a PSA for anybody out there. <laughs> uh, for, to the tourism board in Paris, go fuck yourself. Uh, I've actually never had a problem in CDG. Have you, DP? You've been there more often than I probably. Have you ever a problem in, uh, in France before? Uh no, I've only flown through there two or three times. I haven't been there a ton, um, but the first couple of times I never had any issues. And then I heard everyone had all these issues. So I would try and plan my travel around Charles de Gaulle Airport just to hopefully avoid any issues in the future. Interesting. Uh, Bert Minotti, what's up? You When you went to the dam, you just flew straight to the dam, right? No connections through Paris? No connections through Paris. I, I think I went through London, actually. Good but old, uh, no issues. Good old Heathrow. Who needs connections when you fly on a private jet? That's right, on the jet. I was gonna, I was gonna make a joke there of of sorts that only a few people in the industry would get. But I'm going to move on to football. Last night, last night made me sad, guys. <laughs> we joke a lot about these injuries and cancel football, but last night was truly, truly awful. Dwayne Brown, the Seahawks trade for him. They give up some good assets. They finally get an offensive lineman that they desperately need. He gets his ankle rolled up on. CJ Procise, I mean, broken record, exits the game with an ankle injury. And then, of course, Richard Sherman, who is battling an Achilles injury, ruptures that Achilles and is out for the season. And it's just like, what are we doing? It's, it's, it's Wait, brutal. Sherman ripped up Achilles? Ruptured Achilles, out for the season. This is what I missed on the plane? Yeah, you just you missed injury, Mageddon. It's it's starting to get really dumb. You also missed a great gambling moment at the end. <laughs> yeah. so, I missed that too. What happened? Uh, so backdoor cover. Cardinals go down the field. They're down twenty-two to ten. They march down the field. They score a touchdown. Now I thought the game closed at five and a half six, but it sounds like there were a lot of six and a halfs out there and a lot of sevens. So. Some people were fortunate enough to get uh, the cover if you had the cards and were unfortunate enough to lose if you had the Hawks. But a lot of people had six and five and a half. They line up to kick the extra point, which is then blocked. Wow. (laughs) Blocked by a guy who was traded in the Brown deal, but then didn't pass a physical. So they had to keep him and send a fifth round pick over to the Texans. Man, I missed a lot of shit apparently because I was a loomy. I woke up and, and Larry Fitzgerald had like 20 more receptions than he had when I went to bed. It was very alumy. <laughs> very weird for all of that to go down. And we were split on it says, the game. Uh, Adrian Peterson ran 21 times for 29 yards. Yep. I hope nobody touted him on the fantasy pod. Oh. Hell no. <laughs> you think Brett would allow that? I know. I'm kidding. Brett would storm off. Storm into the... He would just walk east into the Atlantic. I keep well, getting trade offers. 
He tried to disallow Jonathan Stewart, but yeah, we <laughs> overruled him. Well, I think Jay still only ended up being an honorable mention. Shout out to uh, super fan Matty Brooks, who knew exactly who I was talking about when I started that preface. Uh, he, he knew that Jay Stu was going to to roll off of my tongue after that. We were split in the game. Uh, Mo and I were on the right side, and we got moosed. Moosed by a blocked extra point. So we tied, because the line was six. If you didn't listen to the recap podcast last week, uh, home dogs, man. 0-6-1 the last two weeks. Now make it 0-6-2 with last, last night's push. But as you will hear shortly, we are not getting away from our bread and butter, which is home do- which are home dogs. Uh, the order this week, Brett, myself, or Brett, excuse me, Brett, Mo, myself, and then Donnie. But of course, the first thing we do each week is we look at split contests like last night. And this week's theme is two people are laying the wood, and two people are taking the points. Unsurprisingly, Donnie is laying the wood in both instances, and I will be joining him because I'm fed up with being on the quote-unquote sharp side and getting moosed in the booty nonstop. So the games are Texans-Rams and Browns-Lions. Donnie and I are laying the 12 with the Rams and the Lions- Brett and Mo, Brett the disciple that he is following Mo, taking the points. And nobody's higher on either of these contests as Mo. Mo has both of them in his top five. So I'll start with the highest one. You broke your own rule, Mo. Rule of Mo, rule of never take the Browns, getting less than 14. Yet here you are, taking them plus 12 and putting them as your third highest selection. What's going on here, Mo? It was close enough. I mean, 12... 14. This was in the territory where I'm going to allow myself to think about clicking the Browns. I think if it's under 10, I'm just like going to always take the other side. But we're getting 12 here. And could this be a better spot? I mean, Lions are coming in on a short week off of the bye, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong on any of this stuff because I did some of this just mentally did not have any of this information pulled up while I was on my phone. You were getting chased, or, uh, chased by a pack on, of on dogs, plane. chased by a pack of dogs in boar <laughs> while capping these games. So, that is correct. Yeah. You know, I'm doing what I can for the people. So yeah, it's, it's, it's Browns off a of buy. It's lions. I mean, are lions even going to care about this game? This just looks like a sleepwalk game that they accidentally, you know, maybe even go down seven in the first half and then just, wake up in the second half, win by 10. I don't really think the Browns will be able to do much to stop the Lions, but I can do enough here, hopefully, with the help of Illum, to keep this one reasonable coming off the bye. Nobody else had a real opinion on this game. Brett had the Browns as his last pick. Donnie had the Lions as his last pick. And I had the Lions as my second-to-last pick. I just don't want anything to do with Cleveland. And where Detroit has been proficient this year has been on defense, 11th in defense DVOA. And while their offense has struggled at times, there's no better cure than that. 
than the Browns defense coming to town. So I, I, I have no real opinion on this. Not strong either way. Uh, Brett, Donnie, either of you, any, any strong leans here? Can we move on to the next tilt? Let's move on. All right. This is one of Mo's worst picks ever. That's my opinion. <laughs> How can you have a strong conviction on thought, either of these games? I thought Brett was clicking on Browns every week. What is this? He did click Browns, but he has no conviction. I could see them getting rolled here. I want nothing to do with the Browns. <laughs> All right, the other game where they're Mo again, strong lean towards the dog. I've got a strong lean towards the favorite, so I'll kick this thing off. Uh, Rams, number one in total DVOA. Ninth on offense, third on defense. This team is playing phenomenal. And the Texans just got mollywopped by the Colts. Absolutely thrashed by a horrifyingly bad team. 30th in total DVOA. They've got Tom Savage, a quarterback. Their defense, which I've been standing on a mountain screaming about for the past couple of weeks, is really bad, Sands Merciless and Watt. And I just don't know how they're going to go all the way out west and compete against a team that has everything to prove. Uh, and with the Seahawks winning last night, needs to continue to keep pace if they want to win the division. So I don't see any reason why this game shouldn't be two touchdowns. Rams are honestly one of the best teams in the league. And I just think that they just blow doors off of a really bad Houston team that is totally down on the dumps, post-Watson injury, post-Watt injury, and they're just left like zombies. I I don't see any reason why they would have any heart if they got down in this game. And I think L.A. would just pummel them to the ground. Mo, you're on the other side. You've got the Texans on your card. Tell me why I'm wrong. That's it. You already explained why you're wrong. You said it yourself. Which team played the worst last week? The Texans played the worst, but they were definitely down there. Um, it was either them or the Bucks. And the Rams, I think it would be hard to say anybody played better than the Rams played last week, but they scored 51. Shit like that. I think your boy might have um, played better. Um, your swoon. Your love. Yeah. Oh, they they're the ones that scored fifty, aren't they? <laughs> well they both uh, scored fifty, but but nonetheless. Both did? Yep. Seventy six percent of the public bets right now. And nobody believes Savage gonna rally the troops. I'm telling you. Illum's got this one on lock. I feel I don't know. I'm not like a hundred percent on the other one because it's closer to fifty fifty on the bets, but this one, I feel Illum has circled. It's already moved down a point. And while everybody lines up to pick the Rams, you, my good people of the world, need to be clicking on the Texans. Dare to be square, baby. I mean, 11 to... Uh, 12 to 11, not a key move. If this thing got close to 10, then I'd set some alarm bells, but there's no difference between 11 and 12. Let's be honest. Uh, the Texans suck. It's uh, it's more of an indicator that to me that it's going to maybe even move down further, though. Rule of thumb, um, Texans suck. <laughs> plus, no home field. What? The Coliseum is a little home fieldy. 
Way le- way more home field than StubHub Center. I'll tell you that. Brett, you said nobody, you have- Nobody cares about the Rams. What are you talking about? This team's on fire. No, they're right starting now. to care now, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, football fans do, but I'm saying like casual fans who fill up the stadium and... LA loves a winner. Support for the home team. Nobody cares. LA loves a winner. Brett, you said you have no conviction in either of these games. Well, yeah, I mean, this one is, I'm with Mo. This is ultimate stock high versus stock low to me. That said, this McVay offense is absurdly efficient. So I didn't want this one anywhere near my card. They could win by 40. And DP, again, your second to last selection. Anything to add on LA Houston? Yeah, most second horrible pick of the day. <laughs> just the fact that he puts these two games on his card is just atrocious to me. Oh, a very Mo card to start for sure all right let's head over to the lone wolves i figured we'd check in on the records brett is still goat at lone wolves nine and two good for 81.8 percent uh i'm the woat one and seven good for 12 and a half percent but i have not had a lone wolf in Four weeks now. I do not have one this week. I have not had one since week six. Uh, Mo a little bit more even, six and seven against the spread with Lone Wolves and Donnie. Uh, not as poor as me, but no bueno at five, nine, and one. So as always, we'll start with the goat Lone Wolf. And he's Line him up, baby. Line him up this he's, week. He's got two in his top five. Goat Lone Wolf, which makes me a little worried. He's taking. He's laying the one point on the road with Mike Zimmer and the Minnesota Vikings, and Zimmer we trust. And he's also taking the five and a half with the Packers in Chicago. We'll talk about your bottom one later, but let's start there. Vikings, Packers. Wait, 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 wait. Brett's got the Packers. Yes, sir. In his top five. Back. I have the Packers also. Oh, you do. My apologies. Oh, come on. I wanted that lone wolf. That's it's it's a just a bad shading job by me. But we'll we'll it's hey man, it's great that this is bridging. <laughs> this I, I do games. feel better about it now. If Mo's on the side with me, I feel better. All right, Brett, lead us off. Packers plus five and a half. What you got? Uh Packers plus five. Well, if that's a split game, well, whatever. We'll talk about it. Yeah, uh, let's go. I, I will not pick the Bears as five and a half point public favorites with a rookie quarterback who has not looked good. I'm not Hater. doing it. I'm not doing that. Hater. And well, well, I expect a big game here out of Jordan Howard. I think they're going to keep it on the ground most of the, the day. I still think the market is overvaluing this Bears defense after a couple fluke games on that side of the ball. I think Green Bay can stay competitive in this one, and I think they can keep it close in what should be a low-scoring game. Five and a half is way too many points. So I hate the number here. I've got this at the bottom, third to, from the bottom, but – I still like the Bears. I don't know. I just I, I don't know how the Packers function as a football team. I, their offense inspires nothing, and their defense has always been mediocre to below average. So I just don't know how they compete against other pro teams. The number's just shitty. Otherwise, I mean, I wish this was closer to – I wish this was like four, then I'd love the Bears more. But just a gross number. I still shade the Bears a little bit. Donnie, you've got the Bears right outside of your card. Uh, believing in Trubisky and them boys. 
I'm believing in the Bears defense. I'm believing in Jordan Howard. I don't think that things were fluky for the Bears defense, especially when they play at home. And I think that this Packers offense is an absolute uh, abhorrent mess. Um, I mean, I, they don't know what they're doing. Brett Hundley doesn't know what he's doing. McCarthy doesn't know how to coach his team. Um, I think that they're just in a free fall trying to get to the end of the season. And I'm all over the Bears. I love them this week. Mo, you did select the Packers, but you've got them all the way at the bottom. Any Anything to add in this contest? I thought this line was pretty fair, but there's something in me that just can't lay five and a half with this Bears team. I mean, I agree with everything Brett said. You just, I, I, I like this team, and I've been on them all year, really, but I just, it's just starting to be like, hold on. This is still the Bears. And uh, there's a few lines like that for me this week. But uh, we'll talk about one for sure later. But yeah, the, it's just it's the Bears who just aren't very good, and you can't be laying minus five and a half with a team that's just not very good. I mean, would would you be surprised if the Packers won this game? No, I sure wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised, but I also wouldn't be surprised if the Bears won thirty-one to ten. They're not going to score thirty-one. Points. Bears never scoring thirty-one. Their defense yeah. can't score two touchdowns. No. Well, that goes back to the not, fluky defense take. That's how that's how they've been scoring points. That's not going to keep on. happening. How can they how can they score two touchdowns if the Packers are only throwing screen passes and running? <laughs> that's, true. that's true. Yards per attempt of three for <laughs> Packers offense. So and the public public is piling Chicago here too. Yeah, like, that's that's another reason why I moved it all down. But I I can't click on Packers. I can't do it. I, one of the reasons I did this is I just refused to have the Packers on the card again. I, I can't have anything worth value on the line with green bay this is the week to do it man no no thank you coming off that shitty performance on monday night everyone watching coming this off is definitely the week to do two it. shitty performances in a it row. is tough though because the bears are this is another one where the bears are on a bye or off a bye off a right bye. they didn't play last week off and a then, bye at home where they've dominated and packers were a short week yeah. that's what maybe really gave me pause i think here all right, let's get to the actual Lone Wolves then, Brett. Vikings minus one at the Slurs, and then at the bottom, you're picking against your boys. You're taking, you're laying the three with the Saints in Buffalo, but let's start at the top. Let's start in your card. Vikings minus one, rule of Zimmer. Talk about it, Brett. Yeah, let me look. I've had the Redskins at the top of my card, I think twice already this year as home dogs, and they've burned me both times. And at first glance, I was tempted to take them again here. But then looking at the matchups on the line of scrimmage, the Vikings are going to dominate this game. Washington's offensive line is a complete disaster right now. And Minnesota is as good as anybody in the league up front. I tend to shy away from this Minnesota team on the road, but I don't think it's going to matter this week. This line opened at two and a half, dropped to one immediately. It's now climbing back up. It's one and a half on Pinnacle. I'm not sure... The market reflects how pitiful this Redskins offense is right now, especially coming off that surprising win against Seattle last last week. I think that that win is built into this, and it shouldn't be. Uh, Seattle killed themselves with penalties and should have won that game. Uh, that, combined with the list of injuries here with Washington, I'm all over Minnesota here. I think they're going to roll. What is this line? What is this line if Washington loses last week? Washington loses by two touchdowns last week in a weird alternate universe. What is the line in this game? Vikings minus three and a half, some something absurd. I don't know. It's 
I, I was shocked. But, they, they, but that's what it sh- I feel like that's what it should be. Oh, that's nuts. That's crazy. Uh, the Vic- the 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 Slurs defense is really good. 13th in DVOA, and that's with a couple games without Josh Norman, who is a key component to all of their coverages on the back end. You look at Washington's games that they've dropped this season, and at the time, you were kind of worried that, you know, man, they lost this game, but uh, it seems kind of brutal. Well, yeah, they lost to the Eagles twice and the Rams, two of the best teams in football. I think Washington's just fine. I like them at home. Like you said, I don't like Case Keenum and that Vikings offense uh, on the road. But my biggest fear and why I don't have Washington high at all, I've got them fourth from the bottom, is that offensive line. I, I'm worried about them pass protecting against this Vikings front. So that's my, my biggest fear. But I, I can't take the Vikings as, as road favorites against Washington in the spot. And I know who really can't take the Vikings as road favorites in this spot. And that's DP. Kirk Cousins' heart. Washington, his third highest selection. Tell us why, DP. Uh, I mean, Kirk Cousins has heart. No, um. I mean, I love Kirk Cousins and I love his heart, but the Redskins, they're better than people think. I still believe that. Um, You know, I think that they've lost to a lot of good teams like Rich just alluded to. Uh, I don't think that the Vikings are amazing. I think that the Vikings are good, yes, um, but they have to go uh, into Washington this week and play on the road against a team that I think is very similar to them. Um, I personally think that the Redskins should be favored here. Uh, Short favorites, but I think that they should be favored here at home. Um, and that's why I'm picking them. I think that, you know, a lot of people just have it in their minds that the Redskins are a really, really bad team. I think that a lot of people um, mistakenly look back to the first game of the season, I believe, when the Redskins got, uh, you know, blown out, if you look at the scoreboard, uh, by the Eagles. Um, but we, as it turns out, the Eagles are really effing good this year. And uh, the Redskins have, have played well against a lot of teams. They look good. Rich just said that their defense looks good. They do. Uh, Kirk Cousins at home, I think, can get the job done fairly easily. I don't trust the Vikings on the road. Uh, Case Keenum, I mean, God knows what he's going to do on the road. So give me the Redskins as a short road uh, or short home uh, dogs. Not not sure how Cousins is going to get the job done when he's on his ass the entire game. Yeah, that is, that is certainly the concern. Mo, you also had Washington, but very low. Any thoughts on this contest? Yeah, what if Washington's offensive line comes back? Uh-oh. Injury guru. A lot of, their guys, are, lot of their, their guys are practicing this week. Pretty much everyone but Trent Williams is putting in limited practices. So I didn't really know what to do with this game, so that's why it's near the bottom of my rankings. Um, if I was a little more confident Washington's line would play, uh, I probably would have had them higher. I think if they do get some of these guys in this game, I agree with Donnie. They should probably be favored. All right, and then we'll go to the bottom. It's just This is disappointing, Brett. I, and I think you need to honestly apologize to Mo. Being the disciple, I cannot believe you clicked this side. Look, the, this line seemed fair to me. I certainly recognize the spot with the Bills as home dogs with extra rest. But I'm still of the opinion that the Bills aren't very good. And I, until I see the impact Kelvin Benjamin has on this offense – I'm wary of picking them against a good football team. I think the Saints are the Saints are good. Of course they're good, but Buffalo is goat home dogs. Just the the absolute all they do, 
all they do is cover as home dogs. It, it's uh, rinse and repeat. Well, why are we going away from the formula? Uh, everybody else had this high. I've got this as my third highest pick. Donnie has this as his second highest pick. Moe's got this as his fourth highest pick. Donnie, you're the highest. I'll let you go first. Talk about Buffalo. I mean, you don't think Buffalo's that good, Brett? I don't understand. They look very, very solid every single week, especially. Yeah, they looked great last week. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, except when they get rolled game by the Jets. Night. Yeah. I don't think you could put any stock into any sort of Thursday night football games at all. Especially, I just completely throw those out when I'm looking at anything. Especially Jets-Bills Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what the hell? Those teams don't even care. They're just going to slap it out there and do their thing. Do you see the, the Jets broke out into a fucking dance party at one point? <laughs> this, this is true. I mean, the the Bills at home, up in Orchard Park. I mean, that's that's a really, really, really tough out for any team. And, and the Saints, who notoriously, yes, they've looked better this season, but notoriously, when the Saints go on the road, especially to cold-weather places, they don't look as good. So I, I just have to, to stick with my guns here and continue to back the Bills, who are field goal underdogs, which seems way too high for me, at home. I think that the Bills are going to surprise a lot of people this week. I think the public is going to be all over the Saints. Uh, it's pushing 60% right now. I think that number is only going to creep up as we get closer to game time. And I can easily see the Bills winning out right here. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. I will be placing a money bet line bet on the Buffalo Bills. Let's go, Tyrod. Let's go, LaShawn McCoy. I hope Big Play Clay is back. Let's roll, boys. The Bills make me want to Man, I hope you guys are right. Isn't this just this, the most ugly 20 to 17 game? Like, Bills outright? Isn't isn't this just a slugfest in Orchard Park? It could be. And even with the way, uh, I think I was reading a stat, I think I want to credit it correct, I think it was Rich Rebar, that this is the most balanced Saints team since they won the Super Bowl. So, New Orleans from a, both an offensive and a defensive standpoint, they're actually built to play more of a slugfest style, which kind of plays into Buffalo's slow pace, nothing too exciting style of play on offense. So I just think this is going to be really low scoring in a game like that. Any bounds can go any way. And I don't know, Buffalo plays tough in these situations in the range of outcomes. I just don't see the, the saints like 35, 10. I, I don't see the saints blowing doors in any outcome so if no it, I, don't, I don't see the bills losing like that anytime this year they just don't play that style uh they don't turn the ball over and then that's the big thing this year is i think there's going to be some turnover aggression at some point with tyrod the bills can't keep this up he doesn't the turn the ball over years. ever though that's like that i know thing. no i know but it's 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 abs- like the numbers are absurd this year and, and it's not just that it's the other side of the ball too that is the true. bills are forcing way more turnovers than you would ever expect that so is- that's just kind of how I view it. I, I don't think they're as good as their record indicates. No McDermott magic. McDermott's not like sprinkling turnover dust over the team. That's not a thing. We don't believe in that. Come on. <laughs> so Vikings and Saints are Brett's lone wolves. We'll go over to Mo now, who's got three, but they're all towards the bottom. He's taking the two and a half with the Niners, taking the t- the nine with the Dolphins, and then with his very last selection, Mo is all in, just absolutely loves Tennessee. Uh, week after week, for some reason, this kid is on Tennessee. He's got Titans minus 4.5. Uh, we'll start with Niners plus 2.5. That's the highest on your card, but still uh, 
on the bottom half of it. Giants as road favorites. That is just something that you do not have the physical capabilities of clicking on. Correct, Mo? Yeah, come on, guys. Really? Giants road favorites? I know the Niners are bad, but come on. Are we even sure the Giants are better than the Niners? Yes, yes. we are. By, by a country mile. This Niners team might be the worst in the history of football. I mean, I is, that, is that a real question, Mo? Come on. Giants are. Yeah, I mean, what? I would have been all over the Niners if, if uh, but there are a bunch of injuries here. But they're it's the worst ugly. team we've ever seen. They'd just say that. I would be on Niners too if they had professional football players, but they don't. George Kittle's out. George Kittle, that's Bill it right State. there. You're worried that George Kittle's not playing, and George Kittle is just this random State rookie tight end. Out. Something, something, Solomon Thomas. Like, who are these guys? Might be out. <laughs> I don't. He's the one they picked second or whatever, right? You're talking like these guys are all pros. Well, yeah, like these guys play for the Niners. Imagine how bad their backups must be. <laughs> but uh, I still can't lay lay points on the road with the Giants. I mean, that's insane. Uh, this could be the week the Niners get their W, guys. I mean, this Giants team has quit. You look at that. You look at that game last week. This is narrative, though, though. There is narrative, though, rumblings about Eli because uh, he could come out. He hears him talking about he's about to get replaced next year. So that made me push this down a little bit, or I would have had the Niners a little higher. The ultra-illum take is that Giants lay down and lose this game because then they get the second pick in the draft. That is the ultimate-illum take. No chance that happens. <laughs> Why can't the Giants just score fifty this week? They could. I think that. I think that They're could happen. To. They could. Uh, Donnie's got this the highest outside of his card. You wanted. You did. You stacked Eli yesterday in the DFS pod DP. I did. This is a game where I think Eli's just going to show up. I think the Giants, although they should try and lose this game, I think that they're too stupid to lose this game. And I think that John Lynch actually has his 49ers team buying into the entire process over there. Um, he doesn't just, have his team buying in. He just has fucking guys that work at Target playing on his team. I'm right talking now. about like his team, as in like his coaching staff. Like they're they're just they're in it for the long haul. So they're not even like like they're not even starting Garoppolo. Like you think you would trade for that guy and you would just start throwing him into the fire, right? And try and win some games to close the season. Nope. Let's just sit him on the bench. Let him learn the playbook for the last seven or eight weeks. The hell with it. We'll throw something C.J. Beathard out there and let him throw up four picks a game and look like a total disaster. And while we're at it, let's have the the fastest pace possible, run as many plays as possible so we can get as much game experience going forward. But in the end of the day, we're never going to win, so who gives a shit? Brett, you're also somewhat high. Middle of the pack on the G's. Just just 50 points from New York, and, and that's it. Call it a day. Honestly, this might be like a 40 to 38 game. <laughs> I, I'm going to be all over this in fantasy because, yeah. I, I Honestly, I, it's not going to be 40 to 38. I think the Giants win by a touchdown here, but there, there's going to be points, and I I just don't see any way the 49ers are going to stop Eli this week. And I think that narrative is real. I think Eli is going to ball out. I've got this as my last selection because of the fact that I feel so queasy taking a one-win team in Week 10 as a road favorite, but I still think they're the right side nonetheless. Mo, this this second pick, I don't understand. You're all about the line movement. You're all about key numbers, and here you are. You take the Dolphins plus 9 when the lines already moved to 10. 
short week for a horrifying Miami team that had no business pushing against the Oakland Raiders, who are equally bad. Come on. Don't let your scam hate take over and make you make bad selections, Mo. I've been all over the Panthers this year. To be fair, the plus 10 here is minus 123. So this is really more like 9.5. Yeah, this one... I actually admit, when I first saw this line, I was, like, blown away. I was like, holy shit, Panthers are just minus... No, I, I thought the fish were going to be my number one pick when I saw this line. And then I started thinking more and more about this game and more and more about how the only good unit on the field is going to be this Panthers defense. But, man, I can't lay this many points with a team that can't score. They can't score. What? This offense is a joke. What are you talking about? What? Huh? The Panthers' offense sucks. Yeah. Are yeah. you guys serious? It's horrible. They yeah. can't run and they can't pass. They can't do anything. Yeah. Honestly, I have no idea what Mo's talking about. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like listening to him yell about something. I have no clue what's going on. I mean, they got Jace too, fam. You guys. Every single week, this team runs for two yards per carry. But yet they can't really throw the ball at all either. I don't know. I think we're going to start seeing the Cam Newton of old, man. I I think he's going to start running more. Every week, they win 17 to 10. I don't know. We're we're seeing them get Christian Christian McCaffrey more involved. They're getting more speed on the field. I think we're going to see a a better offense in the second second half. I love the pivot from Calvin Benjamin to Curtis Samuel. I mean, this is what the team was built for in this offseason. This these are the players they went out and get. They and got. They want fast space players. They got rid of Kelvin Benjamin who couldn't separate away from anybody. I think there's nowhere but up for this Carolina offense and this Miami team is as bad as it gets on both sides of the ball. And this is just, I think this is Carolina blows doors. This this reminds me of that Carolina Niners game last year where Carolina just goes out and just eviscerates the Miami Dolphins. Well, then why didn't you guys pick the Panthers in that game? I remember being a lone wolf on that game. You guys laughed at me. Well, yeah, I was on the wrong side going into it, but I've learned from it since. I've, yeah. got, I've got the Panthers on my card. I've got them as my fourth overall pick. I love them in this spot. Donnie's got them more towards the bottom. Brett, you've got them in the middle of the pack. Your last pick. You're just all in on Titans. You Every week, Mo, you just auto-click Titans, and then you just find out where to place them on your card. You've got them at the bottom this week. I, 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 don't, I don't comprehend. Yeah, this is a fair line. Why do you guys hate the Titans so much? I don't understand. They're horrifying. Have you seen their defense? Their defense is woat. Mariota is woat. Mariota refri- refuses to run, which is the only time he's worth a damn on the field. Is there a more hideous guy to watch throw football than Mariota? He throws, <laughs> he throws like a high schooler. I hate that. The, uh, yeah, Brock Osweiler. It's the Fair. Bengals. They're not any better. It's an angry Bengals team. I don't know. I got nothing on this. This line was fair to me. I don't understand how anybody could really like the other side, but let me know where everybody else is at, I guess. Bengals D has a pulse. Offense just got embarrassed last week. Looking across the board, uh, I had the Bengals right in the middle. Donnie had them right at the bottom, fourth 
from the bottom, and then Brett had them in the middle as well. So no super strong conviction, but I just I, I just hate this Titan side, honestly. I hate everything to do with it. So Moe's on Niners, Dolphins, and Titans. Over to Donnie. This Lone Wolf section is is super long this week because there's there's only one consensus pick. So every other pick was either a split game or a Lone Wolf. Collective is falling apart. I, I think it's good. I think we're we're diversifying our portfolio a little bit instead of this instead of groupthink, which may have infected the collective. So here's here's Donnie's four lone wolves. Again, two of them on his card. He's got the Cowboys, the Cowboys, and the Chargers <laughs> on his card, and then in the middle of the pack, he has two more just total head scratchers: Patriots and Jets. I don't get it. I, What's up? Where you want to start? Start at the top. Why do you like the Cowboys? Uh, I mean, listen, Dallas is hot. Normally, I go against the hot hand here, but man, if that involves picking the Atlanta Falcons, I ain't doing it, guys. I'm just not doing it. This this Falcons team is horrible. And the more I sit here and and have tried to talk myself into picking Atlanta, I'm I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. I refuse to do it. Just give me the Cowboys. I don't care if Zeke is out. I don't care if he's suspended. I don't care what's happening there. Dallas looks good, and I just think that they're going to roll over the Atlanta Falcons this week. I I don't think that Atlanta has a pulse whatsoever. Give me the Cowboys plus three. No Zeke, no Dez, and you think they're just going to roll? Yeah, I do. Well, maybe no Dez. He says he's going to play, but he has not practiced yet. No, he practiced a little bit yesterday, didn't he? He, he was an LP. No, I think he's a DNP. No, no practice, but it said he's still expected to play on the little blurb I looked at. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it, Mr. Desmond. Uh, this pick is insane. Uh, <laughs> Brett leads us off this week, and I'll allow him to tell us who his selection is because, uh, well, spoiler alert, he's on the other side. Brett, tell us why you love the Falcons. Yeah, I love this spot for Atlanta this week. A team I've been down on all season, and rightfully so. They haven't covered the closing line since week three. But this is the week. They have to right the ship. They're facing a Dallas team that's won three straight. They beat the Chiefs last week. 70% of tickets coming in on Dallas right now. So give me the low-stock team at home. I actually think this might be a blowout win for Atlanta behind a huge game on the ground from Freeman and Coleman, both of them in quiet all season. They have to get these backs more involved. Just look at the tape from last year, and I don't know how they haven't done that so far this season. Just because their offensive these guys coordinator is drunk, he's hammered. He Sark is but just hammered on the sideline. They've the got to make the adjustments. Uh, yeah, Falcons, regardless, are still eighth in offense DVOA according to Football Outsiders, and I don't know, I don't know what to make of this Dallas defense because my eyes are telling me that they're way better. They seem to be playing way better with the return of Sean Lee, and yet they're 23rd in defense DVOA. So I, I don't, I don't know what to believe. I, uh, my eyes want to tell me that they're in, they're improved, and this team, even without Zeke, can be a contender. But the numbers are telling me that they're not that good. Uh, I had the Falcons right outside my top five. Mo had them more towards the middle of the pack. Mo, what you got on this, this really uh, exciting game on Sunday? Uh, I agree with Brett. Actually, I kind of wanted to love the Falcons. I almost had them really high, but the thing that really worries me here is that Julio might not play. 
he hasn't practiced, and if he doesn't play, obviously I have to like the Falcons a lot less. But uh, I'm definitely way into fading the Cowboys this week. You gotta sell this Cowboys stock. I mean, I know everyone wants to always give credit to the O line, and I give credit to the O line too. Tons of credit, more credit than probably a lot of the casual idiots give um, to them. But uh, I think they can run the ball without Zeke, but I still think Zeke is a difference maker. Um, so I think they're really going to be hurting without him. And, yeah, if Dez is hobbled, uh, I just still think this Falcons defense has a lot of talent. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised any week if they turned it around and started playing good, honestly. So, well, this could be the week. Moving down the line on Donnie's Lone Wolves, the team that closes out his personal card, Chargers plus three and a half at Jacksonville. And if the Rams are not the best team in the league, it's got to be Jacksonville, right? Jags and Rams atop the National Football League, just balling out. And yet you are taking Noodle Arm on the road, West Coast to East Coast. And this line says that the LA Chargers are only a half point worse than Jacksonville. I have a real problem with that. But sounds like you don't, DP. I do not, but follow this under scariest pick of the week um, because it could go totally awry just knowing that Jacksonville defense. But I just, I mean, listen, maybe I'm drinking too many of those IPAs that Brett is drinking, but I like the Chargers team more and more every single week. I think that they got off to a really, really slow start. I think they're, they're just improving on a weekly basis. I think that we're seeing that if you watch these games. Um, I, I think that this one's just going to be a close game, and I'm happy that the, you know we're going to get a field goal plus a hook here against the Jaguars team. That I mean, I think they're due for a little bit of regression. Um, and at any time, you know, we know how Blake Bortles can just totally blow up. Uh, granted, they are getting Leonard Fournette back this week. He is their best player on offense. Um, I mean, there's just been times when they've they've gotten a little crazy and thrown the ball too much with Bortles. And if that happens this week, then I'm I'm happy with my pick here. I mean, call me crazy, and I know you guys will, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities that the Chargers win this game outright. So I like and I agree with what you're saying about the Chargers. I think they're definitely underrated to this point in the year. I think they played pretty well and then just had some bad bounces the other way. But there's no worse matchup for that noodle-armed idiot at quarterback than Jacksonville. There's going to be so much pressure on his receivers, and he just has no zip and no ability to make big throws into tight windows. And the offensive line, which has always been an issue in San Diego, is going to totally collapse under pressure from that Jacksonville front. I love the Jags. I've got this right at the bottom of my card. Brett, you also have the Jags on your card, despite being the Chargers supporter on the podcast. What you got, kiddo? Yeah, I mean, as much as I want to side with the Chargers here, I have officially bought into the Jags. I mean, before the season, Rich, you were dead on. I could not have been more wrong about this team before the season. They might be the best team in the AFC. And while I think the Chargers are good, this is a horrible matchup for them. The Chargers don't defend the run well. The, the Jags have run all, all over everyone this season. And the Bolts can't run the football. That's how you have to attack Jacksonville. So there's mismatches all over the field here. I like the number for LA, but I don't see why Jacksonville just doesn't win this by a touchdown plus. Mo, you had this right at the bottom, fourth from the bottom, but you took the Jags as well. What do you got in this game? Everything Brett said, the matchup, it's brutal. 
Uh, you have to run the ball against this Jags team. You cannot throw the ball. And the Chargers can't run the ball at all. Their O-line is so incredibly bad at run and, blocking. And, I mean, and Melvin Gordon is also really bad at running the football. Yeah, they can't do much. And, uh, yeah, I, I foresee some interceptions in the future of Phillip Rivers. I mean, he's been playing better the last few games, but this is just – it's Saxonville against Rivers. This could get really ugly. So many. But new- that said, I thought it was a relatively fair line. I mean, I like the Jags a little bit, but not a ton. I don't know. I guess, uh, gun to my head, though, it's definitely Jags. Uh, I can't can't take Noodle against Saxonville. So many Noodles. Uh, Donnie, did you wince there when Brett said that the Jags might be the best team in the AFC? Was there a physical reaction to that? There was no physical reaction. I mean, it's it's Friday morning. Brett's drunk. He's about to hit Chippewa Street. It's perfectly fine. I understand it. Now, I mean, it's probably just a little bit that he got his words mixed up. You know, Jaguars have the best defense in the AFC. Get it? Okay, that's understandable. So, Brett, just let me fix your take. Um, but they are not the best team in the AFC. They've no. got Goat Marquise Lee. Uh, well, so let's move on to a team that's definitely not the best in the AFC, and that is the Patriots laying seven and a half points in Mile High, on Sunday Night Football. Donnie has his Homer hat on. He's got his Patriots pajamas on. What What are you doing here? Why are you laying 7.5 with New England here? Because I'm back in my guys, the New England Patriots. Come on, you guys. Denver's done. Didn't we just talk about this? They're done. They're toast. They're mailing it in. They suck. They don't have a quarterback. They don't know what they're doing. The defense is giving up because the offense blows. The mile high is not the same home field that it used to be. And I think that there's a bit of narrativeville that's going to be here with Tom Brady. And I think that he's him and Gronkowski are going to have an absolutely absurdly great game. I love the Patriots here. If the Broncos have a modicum of professional pride, this is a field goal game. Yeah, not sure they do, bud. That that's what it comes down to. I, I hope they do. I've got this uh, in the middle of the pack. I want to love the Broncos, but I had to push them down because I'm not sure if they're trying. Mo, you're all in on the Broncos. You have this as your number two selection. Tell us why. This is a fantastic spot for Denver. Stock couldn't be lower after they got thrashed by forty last week. Um, they're at home. Yeah, like you said, uh, I actually agree with something Donnie said, though. Uh, I do feel the defense has somewhat crumbled based on the play of the offense. But I think at home, they're going to regroup. They're going to have some, what do you call it, Donnie? Heart? Uh Uh-oh. Heart, baby. Heart. I think they'll have some heart here. And, you know, this is an elite pass defense. They know the Pats are coming to town. They're going to. They know what the Pats bring. They have this rivalry over the last few years. Like like Rich said, any sort of any sort of pride here. This team is going to get up for this game as much as they can get up for this game. It's a completely different team in Mile High. They're not going to completely crumble, I hope, because I will definitely have Broncos and I might even fire money that line this Ooh. week. This line should be 4. This line should be 4. Brett, I know it makes your heart it did make your heart hurt to watch this Denver defense get thrashed last week. I mean, this is a team you were on from the jump. Ever since they started, 
that meteoric rise on that side of the ball. You were on that side. So to, so to watch them get throttled had to hurt you last week. But in selecting them, in nearly putting them on your card, it seems like you've got a little bit of faith left in this Denver team. Yeah, look, we know what we're getting on both sides here. We've seen these teams play countless times. I like the number for Denver. I like that the public is smashing the Patriots as big road favorites. The Broncos have won two of the last three against New England in Denver. They're going to get up for this game. You can't say they quit. This is a game they want to show up for and win, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So give me the Broncos at home in prime time the week after they got smoked in Philly. All right, the last of nine lone wolves. The section has had nine games in it. Jets minus two and a half against the Bucks in Tampa Bay. What in the world are you doing, Donnie? Uh, the Bucks aren't good. I just can't take them. Uh, I mean, the Jets have been battling every single week, and now we see them get to go against the good old Fitz powder keg. I expect many explosions this week. Give me the Jets. Give me that dancing defense. Let's go, Kate. In week one, this line would have been Bucks minus nine. And here we are. Week 10, Jets minus two and a half. There is no chance in hell that New York should be a road favorite against... Wait, Donnie has the Jets? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't worry, Mo. Since you are the number two selection, you are putting this on your card because it's your top pick. If you weren't putting it on the card, I was, because it's my top pick. And if none of us had a chance to put it on, Brett had it as his number two pick, so it would have went in via the aggregate. We are Don't all- I still have my veto? You- I still have my veto. You abs- Don't you fucking dare. You abs- I'm just saying, I still have my veto, guys. I'm just warning you, I have my veto. You absolutely so do, but it would be a massive mistake to fire Have fun. It, I mean, honestly, it doesn't really matter what happens with us in the contest. So I, yeah, I'm, I might just fire away. For the lulls. Uh, Mo, you, so you're putting this on the card. Go ahead. Tell us why laying two and a half with the Jets here is an irresponsible mistake to make. What is this? You can lay two and a half with the people. So the Jets, the Jets, the New York Jets. Should this team be road favorites against the Alabama Crimson Tide? They're road, minus two and a half on the road. Road favorites here. against the Browns and Niners because they're not real football teams. Four percent of the public just firing away on the Jets here. This is and I teased it earlier because who played worse last week than the Bucks? Absolutely throttled, thirty to three or whatever that final was, and then they come home this week. Absolutely nobody on earth believes in them. And, and they get the Mike Evans suspension, which is going to even just bring them more close together to be like, nobody believes in us. This is the, this is the, nobody believes in us. Our whole team is suspended and I'm getting to fade the jets on the road as favorites. I mean, this is just a slam dunk. This buck spot is a slam dunk. You guys, I don't know if. Any of us can say it any better than that. Brett, what, anything to add to that? Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to click on Tampa Bay this week without Jameis and Mike Evans, but this has to be the right side 100%. Ryan Fitzpatrick lives for these spots. I think he's going to I think he's going to put up big numbers on Sunday. I, I'm all over the books here. Yeah, DP, you're salivating like Jameis Winston facing his own W in his hand 
when we were talking about Fitzpatrick yesterday. Who wants it more this Sunday than Ryan Fitzpatrick? Cade. Talk about heart. Cade. If there were heart power rankings, Ryan Fitzpatrick would take the first 14 spots. 100%. Nobody wants more revenge than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Come on. This is this is Bucks by pillage. So disappointed in Donnie that he ignored Hart here. Yeah. Just turned his back on Hart. Who did I did? Yes, Fitzpatrick. No, I didn't. What do you mean? I have the originator of Hart, fucking Josh McCown. <laughs> to get the hell out of here. He Josh McCown is is way better at Hart than Ryan Fitzpatrick will ever be. Sounds like a gridiron. And he gamble. has a and he has a better chiseled chin that, that Fitzpatrick <laughs> hides with that stupid beard of his. Sounds like a gridiron gamble poll we need. Who has more heart, Ryan Fitzpatrick or Cade McCown? So the Lone Wolves get a pad and pen, boys and girls. Mo has Niners, Dolphins, Titans. Brett has Vikings, Saints. And Donnie has Cowboys, Chargers, Patriots, Jets. We've already revealed two of the selections. Brett put the Falcons on the card. Mo put the Bucks on the card. I'm going to keep the home trend going. I'm going to keep the home dog trend going following the Buccaneers. And I'm going to take the 10 points with the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are still a bit of a mess. Amidst the Andrew Luck drama, Vontae Davis just gets cut. Uh, There's other injuries littered across the team. But is there a team better than the Pittsburgh Steelers? Is there a coach more appropriate than Mike Tomlin to be a heavy road favorite, walk in and just pull his pants down and take a dump at the 50-yard line? The, The Steelers in recent past, all I'm filled with is memories of them being massive road favorites and just completely shitting the bed. The only exception that I can remember in recent history ironically enough, is against the Colts last Thanksgiving. They went in and they just thrashed a horrifying Indianapolis team. But this Indy team has been scrappy. We, we loved them as home dogs against the Cards. Granted, that was an insane spot they came through. We loved them on the road as big dogs against Cincy. We had them. They came through. And last week, even though we did the weird leverage thing with Houston, I told you guys on this podcast, Indy just might be a better team than the Texans. And they went out and handled their business. They won outright. That was just a slam dunk free spot for anybody that was actually competing in the contest. So I love the spot. I'm weary of the Steelers coming off the bye, but they've underperformed so frequently on the road in these spots that that I love the 10 here with the Colts. Donnie has us as his top pick. Mo has us right outside his card. But Brett's a little worried. Brett, Guys, really? An, an indie team that you love, Brett. Yeah, but look at this roster right now. There's injuries all over the place. They just cut their... <laughs> He's not their best defensive player anymore, but Vontae Davis was the best defensive player on this team for quite some time. And I don't want to pick this team coming off a win. This one scares me. They're coming off a win, but has the public really shifted on their opinion of the Colts? The Steelers are still the fifth most public side this week. 66% of bets are on Pittsburgh. Minus 10 on the road against a team that's not Cleveland and not San Francisco. I don't know. I just think this is a gorgeous spot. 
It is a gorgeous spot. Great play, Rich. Thank you. I gotta say, money bet line, you, boys. You nailed every. You nailed everything, pretty much about this one. I mean, it's the Steelers shit the bed like every single fucking time. They are huge road favorites. How many times do we have to see this before we just know it's a thing? And like Mike Tomlin has a serious problem motivating his team against bad opponents on the road. I mean, it's every time. Every time they're minus seven and a half on the road, they lose. Dolphins last year. Uh, what was it earlier? This year? Jags. They was that on the road? That might have been at home. Bears. Um, the Bears. Bears. Yeah, Bears. Uh, this team sucks as a huge road favorite. They suck as a huge road favorite. It has to be a thing at some point. Donnie, you had this number one. You just said money bet line, right? I heard that correctly. Yeah, money bet line. Come on, this is peak Steelers. I'm telling you, they're just gonna blow this game because they do this stupid shit, like Mo just alluded to. They should, the Steelers, the Steelers should be one of the absolute best teams in the AFC and and probably in the NFL. But the only thing that holds them back, I mean, they are talent wise, but the only thing that holds them back is that every single year they just have three or four of these head scratchers where they should never, ever, ever lose a game, but they just do it because their leadership is totally a fucking mess. And it just they, there's there's head cases all over the field. They don't show up. You got Big Ben throws five picks a game. It's just everything can just go awry at any time. And now that they've won, what is it, three straight? Um, I can see them just totally losing to a Colts game. Who, Rich, you said it. They're they're scrappy. They're fighting every single week. And now they're at home. Give me the Colts, man. Chuck Strong, love it. All right, the last host selection, DP, the anchor, bringing up the rear. You've got another home dog. Tell us who is number four on the card, DP. I actually don't even remember who you told me, so you need to tell me. You don't remember? <laughs> no. Well, I'll give you a hint. The bills make me wanna love it, Buffalo. I couldn't remember if you told me if it was the Bills or the Redskins. Sorry I, about that. I, I did mistakenly tell you it was the slurs first, but I was in. Yeah, sorry. I got I got a little frazzled there. But yeah, give me the Bills. Come on. The, the Bills in Orchard Park as as plus three. Let's go. Saints are going to blow it. Saints suck. Unlike Rich thinks they're the best team in the league. It's This is all about Buffalo. Well, I think the Saints... Circle the wagons. I think the Saints could be the best team in the league. But I also think this is a beautiful spot. Those things uh, are not mutually exclusive. Brett, double sweat for you on Sunday. Sorry to do it to you again. I feel like we're doing this to you every other Sunday. Yeah, well, I have a veto, too, so let me think Woo! about this for a minute. All right. So we talked about that game previously, so no need to dive in deeper. The card so far, before I reveal the collective pick, which has now lost seven weeks in a row, that we need to get a new machine. Maybe that's what I need to do. I need to. If it loses this week, I'm changing the sounder. There will be a new human voicing the damn thing. Uh, the card so far, we've got Falcons minus three. Bucks plus two and a half, Colts plus 10, and Bills plus three. All right, let me try to oil her up, try to get this thing running correctly. Let's see what the collective selection is. The collective chooses... The Denver Broncos. Suck it, DP. I fucking nice. hate you guys. I'm I'm nice. using my veto just to spite you assholes for putting this game on the card. It's so the right side. 
I'm proud of you guys that aren't named Donnie. Get away from the recency bias. Forget about last week, everyone that's out there, and just click the Broncos. Click Denver. Got to do it. Seven and a half, way the right side. Way the right side. Come on, just just an inch of effort, a little bit of effort. Primetime game. That's all we need. That's all we need. The Patriots aren't even good. Just be, they're not even good. Just be professionals, Denver. Just try. We're not we're not asking for much other than than effort. So I will say the card one more time and then pause for potential vetoes. Falcons minus three, Bucks plus two and a half, Colts plus ten, Bills plus three, and Broncos plus seven and a half. All right. There's a long silence there. Doesn't sound like anybody's jumping in. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm jumping in. Um, Why would I jump in? I love this card. No, yeah, well, you're, something's getting vetoed, so play the fucking sounder. I hate this. I already know whatever you're going to do, I hate. Stop. What do you, no, don't do this. Yeah. What do you mean don't do this? What I can't I have Whatever. two picks on this card that I absolutely hate. Yeah, and you're a you're a lone wolf on both, I think. And you're the absolute and, what, your point? You're what the your point. And you're the absolute woke picker so far at 30. What do you guys and at 30 going? at 36.7%. Keep going. That's why I think that 16 28 and 1. Donnie Peters. You would have old rocket cars if you faded Donnie this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, but my vetoes are 100. <sighs> percent Right, right. Come on, there's always a silver lining. This is true, so let's hear it. Um, well, who who picked the Falcons and who picked the Bucks? Brett has the Falcons. Mo has the Bucks. Okay, I I can't listen. I can't pick against Brett, so I have to pick against Mo. So the Bucks are off, and the Redskins are on. <laughs> no, no way. What do you mean, no way? Yes way. I just did it. Veto. Where's, Hello, guys. Where's but- I need buttons to press. I don't even know what buttons to press here. What do I have in my sounder that can truly express this? That's how is, that a, is, is that an audio of a dumpster fire? <laughs> Essentially. I can uh, don't fucking sigh. Get out of here. I can veto out the bills, right? You can do whatever you want, man. But that's really fucking dumb. We have to have the bucks on the card. That's so idiotic not to have them on the card. So put <clears throat> put the uh, put the bucks on the card over the bills. Suck it deep. I don't even know if that's legal within our rules, but two vetoes, it baby. It's of course legal. it is. Yeah, you're you're taking out DP's pick for a pick of your own. Way to go, Donnie. Does this look? Is this good for me or bad for me? It's horrible for you. All you did was take your own pick off the card because you're an idiot. Listen, I, I tried to use logic here and no, go with my use, gut. No, you use no logic. Doing it because he doesn't like me. That's messed up, man. You use no logic taking the Jets off the card. Zero logic was used. 
I didn't take the Jets off the card. I took the Bucks off the card. You you know what I mean. Now I'm flustered. The, <laughs> the host will never get flustered. God damn it. That's why we made you the host. I need better angry sounds. <sighs> okay, the card. Falcons stayed intact. Colts stayed intact. Of course, the collective pick of the Broncos stayed intact. The Bucks were off, but then they're back again. Just when we thought they were out, they bring me back in. And then the Redskins, the racial slurs, came back, came onto the card in lieu of the... What, what did they replace? The Bills. So basically, Donnie took out his own second pick and put his third pick in. I mean, Excellent shit work. happens. What are you going to do? hero, Brett. Blame Brett. <laughs> All right. Follow these guys on Twitter, at Donnie underscore Peters, at Brett Colson, C-O-L-L-S-O-N, at Mo Nuwara, N-U-W-W-A-R-A-H. Follow at Gridiron Gamble on Twitter. Get us your picks against the Super Contest lines for a chance to get into our raffle. And don't be afraid to enter Donnie's Pizza Party as well. All you have to do is tweet a link to our website, podcast, Stitcher feed, iTunes feed. Include at Gridiron Gamble and the hashtag Donnie's Pizza Party. Good luck in all of your own betting ventures, your fantasy ventures, whatnot. Enjoy the football this weekend. Peace. Ow.